What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On his way to the end zone. I'll tell you what, that was a spectacular play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. What a play! Off to the races! some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben. Okay, it is time for our pick-by-pick series. What we are going to do is start a draft right now and give you our philosophies and kind of our decision thought process. Probably a better way to say that uh, with each pick. Adam Azer here with Jamie Eisenberg, Heath Cummings, and uh, Chris Towers. We each are going to have three picks in a 12-team draft, and it is PPR starting three receivers and a flex. Okay, it looks like I, I'll go ahead and start with Christian McCaffrey. Jamie, you can have the second pick. Heath, the third. Chris, the fourth. What's the thought process behind Christian McCaffrey? Well, you know, he's pretty good. Uh, I'm not really sure. I just, I just see a lot of rankings have him number one. Jamie took is Dalvin this, Cook. Is this a, a full PPR league? Yeah, full PPR and three receivers and a flex. Start two running backs, one quarterback. We're not drafting drafting kickers or defenses here. Um, we're going to go through the first round pretty quickly. Heath, you're on the clock with the third pick. Chris after seeds. Go ahead. <laughs> this, yeah. Uh, I thought like, I had a seeds. Yeah. The fourth pick is the first decision that I have to make. And uh, I will go with Travis Kelsey. Oh, all right. Go ahead. Give me your thought process there. I'll make the fifth pick. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm higher on the tight end, the top tight ends than uh, anyone else. I think that's uh, been clear all along. And if you look at the you know history of the tight end position, basically the non elite top tight ends over the last five seasons have been some of the worst investments you can make in fantasy um, tight ends pick between 51 and hundred overall actually have a lower rate of finishing in the top 12 than tight ends pick between 101 and 150 which is shocking. Um, and so I just think getting one of those elite tight ends is a bigger edge than having, I would have taken Austin Eckler number four, if not. What if I guaranteed, Jamie, you're on the clock, by the way. I took Derrick Henry fifth. Jamie has a sixth pick. Uh, what if I could guarantee you Waller in round two? Would you still have taken Kelsey? Um, that's always uh, the question for me. You know, Waller or Kittle in that second or maybe even third round. Um, you know, that that's the risk of taking Kelsey early, but... I'd rather lock in one of them than take the risk of not having any of them. Okay, so Jamie took Zeke uh, sixth. I took Henry fifth. Jamie took Zeke sixth. Remember, these are different teams. We each have three teams here. Seventh pick was Aaron Jones. Chris, you have the eighth pick. It's Austin Eckler. Um, That means the best running backs available with the ninth pick 
would be, I'll just use Dave's rankings to be neutral. Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley. I'm going to go with Devontae Adams. I think it is time for the first wide receiver to come off the board. Adams goes ninth. Jamie, of the 10th pick. Who's it going to be? Saquon Barkley. Okay. Over Tyreek Hill. Jamie? Yes. Barkley over Hill. <laughs> yes. Okay, we'll get into more of Jamie's thought process in a little bit. <laughs> Our goal today is to kind of help you draft from different spots uh, in, you know, in your draft. Tyreek Hill. I, I will he- say uh, I did move Saquon Barkley back into my top six at running back. I don't feel great about it. Um, but I just think we're, you're balancing upside versus the risk. Uh, Saquon Barkley has as much as anyone. So the fact that he seems healthy, the fact that he seems like he's going to be a full go or at least as much of a full go as, as he can be. That's where I have. What percentage of his 2018 season do you think is reasonable for upside? Cause I don't think he has the same upside as he had in 2018 with this. Team. No, no, I don't think he's got 2100 up yard upside or whatever it ended up being. But you know, even if you just take the the games where he's played with Daniel Jones, he's on pace for about 600 receiving yards over a 16-game season. He's on pace for uh, between 1,100 and 1,200 rushing yards, I believe. And that's with what I think is probably the, the nadir of the uh, Daniel Jones era. You would hope he plays better this season um, with better, you know, offensive line play. So that's... Um, you know, I think like 1,800, 1,900 total yards and, and 12 to 15 touchdowns as a reasonable upside makes sense. Okay, with the 11th pick, Heath took Tyreek Hill. Chris with the 12th pick took Joe Mixon. Chris, you're up again. So this is how you would start. Now we're in round two. Here we go. So Chris started his team with Joe Mixon at pick 12. And remember, this is a three-receiver PPR league, only two receivers off the board, and you took Stefan Diggs. So why did you go with Diggs over, let's say, Jonathan Taylor or whoever your highest-ranked running back was? Um, so my highest ranked running back probably would have been Najee Harris. Uh, but I just, I think. S- yes. Nothing. I was just really happy to get Jonathan Taylor in round two. I thought we had passed that little blip portion of the preseason where you got to take Jonathan Taylor in round two. I thought he, he was, he was always a second round pick for me. Okay. Um, and it just comes down to the, the passing upside, not being there, um, in a PPR league. Stephon Diggs is just higher ranked for me than than the other running backs in that area. All right, Jamie's up. Jamie with a team that had Barkley, and you just took Najee Harris. So why did you take yes. Najee Harris over, let's say, Calvin Ridley or Hopkins? Uh, I just think there's a little bit more upside at the center position. So um, I, I'm I'm looking to try and gain an edge at, at, at the running back spot. Uh, I think I'll still get a great receiver in round three. All right, so you went running back, running back. For the sake of this exercise, I will go wide receiver, wide receiver, because the best running backs available are Antonio Gibson, Nick Chubb. Chubb is certainly, to me, justifiable here, but considering the top five wide receivers, there's still some on the board. I'm going to go with Devontae Adams and Calvin Ridley to start this squad. That was the ninth overall pick was Adams, and then in round two, Calvin Ridley. Chris is up. With uh, Austin Eckler uh, with the eighth, we'll call this team eight, had the eighth pick, Austin Eckler. So what are you going to do in round two? I am thinking I'm going to take DeAndre Hopkins. He is my top player on the board. Um, the The fact that he hasn't practiced in over a week at this point uh, <laughs> does make me a little concerned. I'm also a little concerned about that, having taken Stefan Diggs with the uh, other team. And all the receivers. Who hasn't practiced in a couple of weeks. A.J. Brown but, hasn't practiced in a week. 
Yeah, but Julio Jones doesn't practice. By all accounts, like stuff. DeAndre Hopkins, we don't know what it is. Stefan Diggs, it seems like it's a very minor knee injury that they just don't want to push. Um, maybe those turn into more serious things. You know, that, that's always possible. But given the information that we know right now, I think those guys are quite a bit better than the second or, th- you know, maybe third tier of t- running backs, depending right. on how you want to define So team play. eight is Eckler and Hopkins. Team seven... Aaron Jones for Heath in round one. He took A.J. Brown in round two. And Jamie had, took Antonio Gibson to pair with Ezekiel Elliott. So, it's nice to have Christian McCaffrey and Ezekiel Elliott on the same team. <laughs> I got to tell you, guys, I mean, we should talk about Antonio Gibson. I did not like the quote I read from him yesterday. I read this on, I guess, Thursday morning uh, that he was saying he's still trying, to, still trying to figure out when to cut, when to cut back and when to hit the hole. That's what I was kind of saying about him is, uh, you know, I kind of wonder if he's a, still a wide receiver masquerading as a running back. <clears throat> um, you know, I, I think he's, I mean, still, he's he learning is. the position. He's still learning the position. He I wouldn't say it. masquerading because, you know, he's you know a year plus into this, but um, he's obviously still learning. He doesn't know all the nuances of the position. He did play running back prior to playing wide receiver, so he went from one to one to one. Um, but... I the the only thing that I, I get a little skittish about. I just did a, a radio spot today on a, a station that covers the Washington football team. And they asked me, you know, which which Washington football team players are you interested in the most? And it's hard not to, you know, say the two obvious ones. And so, you know, they're going to give Gibson every opportunity to be a superstar. The question becomes is where the reception total will lie because you've already seen a double digit touchdown season out of him, in where he was learning everything on the fly. And so if he can get more involved in the passing game, there's just the, the sky's the limit for him, you know? So, uh, he's, he's, it's, it's hard to overlook what the upside could be for him. You, you know, you, you kind of saw the downside a little bit. He was touchdown dependent, but the upside is pretty, pretty high. I, has anybody seen the, uh, the tweet? I can't, I couldn't find it this morning. So I don't know who did it. Hopefully somebody else does. Um, just with all the different <laughs> tweets of different people on the Washington football team that I've been compared to Christian McCaffrey in the last yeah, year and a half. Bryce Love at one point, <laughs> JD McKissick, JD McKissick, Antonio Gibson, and again, and who was the other one? Was it like Samaj or Ryan or yeah. somebody? Pretty fantastic. Um, Maybe it was Peyton yeah. Barber. That's why I dropped Justin Jefferson for him. All right, hold on. Let me let me get us back here to the draft uh, with the fifth overall pick. I took Derrick Henry. That team came up in round two, and Nick Chubb was probably my highest my highest ranked player, but. In a full PPR league, I can't go Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb. That's just a little bit too risky. So I went with uh, Justin Jefferson instead. Team four was Chris. That was a, the Travis Kelsey team, and, and Darren Waller was still available. But you went with, obviously, you weren't going to take both tight ends. I was just making the point. Uh, you went with Kelsey and, oh, a little cheap stack. Kelsey and Clyde edwards Elair. That puts Heath on the clock with the third team, which is Alvin Kamara. And what's your second pick going to be? Yeah, this is a um, Dude, Nick this Chubb. is a tough spot. It Nick doesn't Chubb. does not feel like there for me there are any um, second round picks in full PPR, and my favorite running Nick back Chubb? is going to be there in round three. So uh, I'm going to take Keenan Allen. Oh my goodness, Jamie, take Nick Chubb. Yeah, this is your Dalvin Cook team. Yep, took Nick Chubb. All right, it's about time. All right, pick one uh, is Christian McCaffrey. We still have DK Metcalf on the board. Well, I will say, Adam, just to, so I wasn't planning, obviously, on, on Nick Chubb. I was 
planning on DK Metcalf, how do you fall in there? But, you know, taking Chubb, I still have, depending on what you're going to do, you had the first pick, right? Yep, I have McCaffrey. Yep. Well, whoever the McCaffrey owner is. Me, uh, me. You know, there, there's three picks that I think make ton, a ton of sense for, for my team, depending on what you do, because you're not going to be able to take all three, would be Metcalf, Waller, and Allen Robinson. So I'm going to take the first. You can take Chubb there as, as the second one. Yeah, I would have taken Chubb. Uh, I'm going to take Metcalf and, uh, and Waller in just a second. I do need to tell you that it is draft prepping for charity month and we're supporting St. Jude and it's well underway. We're raising a ton of money. Be a part of this, please. Throughout the month, we're going to have various eBay auctions supporting St. Jude culminating in our draft-a-thon event on September 1st. That's going to be 6 p.m. Eastern until 8 p.m. on HQ. And then the rest of it, four hours, is going to be on this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash today. Actually, the entire thing will be on youtube.com slash today, 6 p.m. to midnight. But... The first two hours are on HQ as well. Uh, We've got a private Zoom call with the entire FFT team, a spot in the 2021 Fantasy Football Today podcast league, and a custom-designed fantasy team logo. And there's a lot more on there. Please go to cbssports.com slash eBay to donate and bid. cbssports.com slash eBay. So, recapping... uh, What what we're going to do now is, uh, when everybody's on the clock, I want you to say who's on your team and what you're doing and what your thought process is and make your pick. Okay. So with, uh, I took McCaffrey. I'm going to, for team one McCaffrey, I, the best running back available is David Montgomery. I don't hate him, but I like Waller and Metcalf better. So did I make those picks or did somebody make them for me? <laughs> uh, to speed I things along. Okay. Waller and Metcalf, Jamie, the second team, team two, what, what are your, th- who are your three players now? Uh, Dalvin cook, Nick Chubb and Allen Robinson. And you went Robinson over Montgomery. Would you have done that if you didn't start with two running, two running backs? Um, would I have taken Montgomery if I took him a receiver in round two, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, potentially. Okay. Depends on which receivers were there. All right, Heath, third pick. Yeah, in full PPR, I actually have Montgomery um, ahead of Nick Chubb, and I knew he'd that Nick Chubb would go first, so I took a wide receiver, and so now I'm taking Dave Montgomery. So I've got Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery, and Keenan Allen. I, you know, I thought you were going for DeAndre Swift when you were talking about. Uh, it. I, I would have gone <laughs> for DeAndre Swift a couple of days ago. I'm, I, I've moved him behind a couple of guys, just a couple. Okay, Chris. Yeah, uh, he he hasn't Kelsey. practiced yet, right? I believe he practiced today and did some team okay. drills. Yeah. All right. Um, team player. So team four, uh, picking fourth overall. I have Travis Kelsey and Clyde Edwards Elair. And my top player on the board is Robert Woods. My preference would be to take a wide receiver anyway. So that's an easy call for me. All right. So now in hindsight, would you have taken Kelsey in round one? Or would you have taken, who is your, Eckler? You would have taken Eckler, Waller, Robert Woods? Is that better than Kelsey, Clyde, Woods? Um, I think it's pretty close. I I I would much rather have Eckler, Waller than Kelsey, Clyde. Personally, what a day yeah, or it, it, Jamie it depends on, you know, whether Waller can do what he did last season again, or at least come somewhat close to it because, you know, there's a big difference between what he did in 2019 as good as what he was as, as good as he was and what he did in 2020. You're, you know, you're talking about almost four PPR points per game. Okay. Uh, how about you guys real quick? Waller and Eckler or Kelsey and Clyde Edwards Zeller? Eckler and Waller. Um, Kelsey and Swift. <laughs> okay. So this is team five. This is Derrick Henry in round one. 
Justin Jefferson in round two, and I'm going to go with Terry McLaurin. I still like him better than the next best run. Ooh, I didn't. You know what? Maybe I should have taken DeAndre Swift there. No, that's okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with McLaurin. It would have been McLaurin or Swift for me with that pick. Uh, Jamie, you're up. Team six. Uh, so this team has Ezekiel Elliott in round one, Antonio Gibson in round two, and this is easy just to take George Kittle in round three. Oh. Okay, Kittle over Swift, over Dobbins, over Carson. Yeah, I don't think, you know, it's not worth going two running, three running backs in a row when you're staring at George Kittle. I mean, the third round, middle of the third round is the perfect spot for him. And you feel like in a three-receiver league, you don't have a wide receiver yet? You're okay with that? Yeah, because I'm in the middle, so I'll still get probably a top 20 receiver coming back to me, you know, in, in that range, because there'll still be a few running backs that will go. Uh, but you, you don't pass on value when there's a player of his caliber there. I know, Adam, you have some bust concern over George Kittle, but that's, I think, at the back end of round two. Middle of right. round three, I think, is just tremendous value for him. Yeah, and that's actually kind of opposite of where they're actually going so far in CBS ADP, at least. Kittle's been around 20, and Waller's been around 29. It's so it, you you look know, Those at, are going to get closer. You look at different websites, and th- those two are all over the board. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, DeAndre's... Oh, sorry, Heath. So, team, team uh, seven... Team seven. Seven. Had Aaron Jones and AJ Brown and uh, went with DeAndre Swift. And this is definitely the most Heath team that has been drafted so far. But it's important. But it's important to note that with McLaurin and Robinson off the board and maybe Robert Woods, that we are now into the next tier of wide receiver, right? You know, the Cooper, Lamb, Cup. Lamb's in that same tier for me. With who? With McLaurin and Robinson? Uh, No, but with Woods. With Woods, okay, okay. Uh, so then, Chris, you just made that pick. Yes, yeah, I had teammate uh, Austin Eckler, Austin Eckler, and DeAndre Hopkins. I took Amari Cooper. Um, I am slightly higher on Cooper than I am Lamb. Uh, they are both, you know, quite high for me. I'm still not sure Lamb's going to be the number one target there. So I'd rather have Cooper, but you want a part part of that offense and. Um, yeah, you know, I think the wide receivers right now are definitely better than the running backs who are available. Okay, so now we got to go to Team 9. This is a wide receiver, wide receiver team. Keeping in mind, PPR, three-receiver league. This is a really interesting pick, and I really I want to know what you guys think. I have Devontae Adams and Calvin Ridley. There's Don't no take a running back. What's that? Don't take a running back. <laughs> I, I Just think there's one left. I think there's one left that's fine here. I think there's two. I think Carson and Dobbins are fine here. I think they're both fine here, but you have the chance to take Mahomes and sort of that's you know, the thing. Do I take your team Mahomes? apart differently? Yeah, but you know, if I take Mahomes, then I don't get Kyler in round five or whatever. You have two but other that's, teams. That's to pick. assuming that you have the chance to take Kyler in round five. You have well, Mahomes staring you in the face. All right, let's do you're it. You're hoping for Dobbins and you're hoping for Carson. You know what you're getting from Mahomes. I agree, Mahomes. All right, so Mahomes, Ridley, and Adams. That'll be interesting, and I'll be fine with I'll be fine with uh, Daryl Henderson if Carson and Dobbins are gone in round four. Heath, I'm assuming you would have taken Mahomes at 35. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I would have taken him at 36, if not. All right. Well, I took him at 33. Jamie at 34 with the uh, with Team 10, who had the 10th pick in the draft. What what do you got now? Yeah, again, you know, starting running back, running back. I love the way that this turned out, getting C.D. Lamb in round three. So I, I think he's going to have a superstar season. I would take him over Mark Cooper. So I like that Chris uh, made that decision easy for me. So um, I think C.D. Lamb is, is going to have a, a monster campaign and, you know, pairing him with Barkley and Harris. Uh, there's a lot of volatility there, but there's a lot of upside as well. And I'll always take the upside when it's available to me. All right. And you have Bar- that's Barkley, Najee Harris, Lamb? Yep. Is that what it is? Okay, Heath, Team 11. 
Yeah, started off with Jonathan Taylor, Tyreek Hill, probably my favorite team after two rounds. Um, and, and that was in reverse to, order, right? Hill one, Taylor two. Hill one, Taylor two, yeah. And But, you know, they're all basically like, those those picks are all first round picks. <laughs> they are. Um, and then I took Chris Carson, so I, I do think there's a bit of a drop-off, definitely in floor. I'm not sure about in ceiling, but maybe in both. Um, so and I've got Taylor and Carson as my running backs, and I don't worry about that anymore. All right, obviously, no, no wide. We're not going to take another quarterback for a while. The best wide receivers, both Cowboys guys are off the board. Robert Woods is off the board. So you're looking at the Bucks guys. You're looking at Cooper Cup, DJ Moore, Tyler Lockett, white players like that. Chris, what did you do with the 12th pick? Yeah, at the, uh, at the 12th pick of the third round, I went with Julio Jones. I know there are concerns about the health. I, I know there are some concerns that. You know, the upside might not be as high in this offense, but I'm at the point where the wide receivers are the clear best players, and he's the top one on my board still because of the upside. You, you look at how efficient uh, Ryan Tannehill has been. You look at how efficient Julio Jones has been over his career. Even if he gets 120 targets, I, I think he could still get 1,200 yards and, and eight touchdowns. Like I, I think one thing that might be overlooked or, or undervalued with Julio Jones is He's not the guy in the red zone anymore who's going to get double t- covered. Yeah. So it's uh, going to be easier for him to okay, score touchdowns. Sorry, just to move it along, right? You also, I want I want you to tell everybody who's on your team since obviously people don't have the draft board. Yep. So that yeah, team Joe, is Mixon, Joe Mixon, yeah. Stefan Diggs, Julio Jones, and Tyler Lockett in that order. Um, so just a ton of upside there. Okay, so that's team 12. That's three wide receivers plus Joe Mixon. Mixon, Diggs, Julio, and Lockett. Uh, and, and you know, look, Chris likes Joe Mixon. That if you out there don't like Joe Mixon, and if you are listening to a fantasy football podcast, it means you don't like Joe Mixon. That's just what I've learned. Uh, Jonathan Taylor was on take, the, yeah. Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, Antonio Gibson, all on the board. Yep. Uh, Heath, with Team 11, what'd you do? Who'd you have and what'd you do? Who's your daddy back and what does he do? Back, back to the Jonathan Taylor, Tyree Kill team with Chris Carson as my second running back, just took Cooper Cup as my second wide receiver. And like I think I think Taylor's a fine number one running back. I feel like I have an elite number one wide wide receiver and an elite number two wide receiver. So really happy with this start. All right, let's see if Jamie's gonna snipe me here. Jamie, team 10. Yeah, that's uh Saquon, Najee Harris, and uh CeeDee Lamb. And I'm gonna take what I think is the best available player on the board, which is J.K. Dobbins. No. So lock up the flex spot and uh, and get three quality running backs. All right, and like I said, if Carson and Dobbins were gone, I would be fine with Daryl Henderson. So this is the Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley, Patrick Mahomes team. And we'll throw Daryl Henderson in there. Well, why not you just lean into what your strengths are? Okay, because I like Harris. I like Henderson here. Okay. I don't. I don't feel like I'm settling. And I don't know, like, like if you wanted me to just keep punting RB, I, it was a cow, it was a coward's pick, Adam. No, I don't, I'm not. You wanted him, or no? No, no, no. I, no, I just wasn't. think who would you what have Jamie taken? said steering into not having an RB was probably the the better move. Why? There. I don't get that. Like, you, hey, I just so you know, you have to start two running backs in this league. Like, that, right. that is you a got, requirement. You got to start all kinds of players, though. Right, you but you could have gone with with Mahomes and a three receiver set of. You know, more Godwin with those other two guys is pretty hard to beat. Yeah, but my philosophy is that this this group of more Godwin is not that much better than the group I'm going to be looking at of Claypool, Higgins, Juju with my next pick. See, 
that's where it's different for me. I have a teardrop right after Moore at 18, and Dobbins is closer to the Mike Evans, Chris Godwin teardrop in terms of my projections, at least, than he is to Moore. There's about a, a point per game difference for me between those two. All right, so let's catch up. So that was Team 9 I gave, which was Adams, Ridley, Mahomes, and Daryl Henderson. Team 8 was Chris. And what do you got? Uh, hold on. That was your Eckler team, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, come on. Eckler, Hopkins. You want me to help? You yeah, want some yeah, help yeah. here? Sorry, sorry. I'm just having trouble. Yeah. Eckler, Hopkins, Amari Cooper, and DJ Moore. Um, Moore was the, the clear best player on the board for me. I think there's a, a drop after him at both wide receiver and running back. So uh, pairing him with, you know, my number four wide receiver and my number 13 wide receiver plus my number four running back. I'm happy with it. I just can't get over the fact that that DJ Moore had had uh, how many catches did he have last year? I mean, it'd be better if I knew the stat, right? It was like 70. He had 66 catches last year yeah. in 15 games. So if yeah. he's if he's playing that role again, and he's got Darnold as his quarterback, it might not be that much of an improvement in terms of the touchdowns. I don't think he's worth the what 40 first pick you know I don't even know if he's worth a top 50 pick in that sense I think that makes sense to a certain extent but I think it's also worth keeping in mind that yeah his catch rate was lower but his a dot was higher than it had ever been yeah 13.2 they're related he had a very very high I think he was for sure in the top 10 in in air yards for the course of the full season and he might have been like right around 15 to 1600 and that was in 15 games um so no, I get it, but that's going to that lead to fewer again. catches. It's going to lead to fewer catches. So he right, needs some right, touchdowns. Right. He's going to be great I, in I yards. There's, what's that? He's going to be great in yards. Top 10 two years in a row. Right. I, I think there's probably 75 catch. Uh, that's DJ Moore. Last year and how he was used. All right, so that's DJ Moore. Um, Mark, okay, Heath, you had the next pick. What was that team? <laughs> Yeah, I had, uh, this is my Aaron Jones, DeAndre Swift, A.J. Brown team, and it was, uh, you know, not really a wide receiver that I wanted to take here, so I took Mark Andrews. I've had that conundrum, too, where it's like, eh, I don't know. Do I want Godwin, Evans, Thielen, or whatever? I don't know. I guess I'll just take Mark Andrews. I do not think the difference between those guys and the wide receiver that will be available to me in round five is as big as the difference between Andrews and the remaining tight ends for me. Okay. Jamie, with team six, I believe. Yes, team six. Uh, What's that team looking like? It was easy to take Chris Godwin there. You know, just this is the team I started without a wide receiver after going with Ezekiel Elliott, Antonio Gibson, and George Kittle. So I still think Godwin can be a top 15 wide receiver. He's going to play the slot for the Bucs when they go to the three receiver sets. He'll still be on the field when they're in their two receiver sets for the most part. So playing for a contract, uh, still very confident in Chris Godwin as the best Bucks wide receiver. All right. This is the team that has the fifth pick, team five. That's Derrick Henry, Justin Jefferson, and Terry McLaurin. I really love the start. So let's see what we're going to do next. We could go with, uh, I don't think I'm going to take Deontay Johnson here. <clears throat> Jamie's highest ranked wide receiver is also Deontay Johnson. Heath's is Deontay Johnson. So everybody's is. All right, let's take a look at the running backs. Jacob Sanders, Gaskin. Um, Yeah, I'm okay with uh, 
I'm okay with Miles Sanders here. I'm going to take Miles Sanders for this team. So that's Derrick Henry and Miles Sanders at running back. Now and McLaurin we, and Jefferson. Oh, why? We just did a draft where you took Jacobs over Sanders. I was doing a podcast at the time, and I got down to the final second between those two, and I just clicked draft on Josh Jacobs. But I basically think they're they're even. So that's fine. Well, why not take Deontay Johnson then? Uh, I don't think that he's necessarily the best Steelers wide receiver. So I can wait another. Miles Sanders the best Eagles running back. Yes, Miles Sanders is the best Eagles running back. You sure? Yes, I'm a positive about that. Positive, okay. I'm, it's uh, not Boston Scott. Are you positive that Derrick Henry is the best Titans running back? Yes. Let's not compare Miles Sanders to Derrick There's Henry. no way without an injury that someone's going to be better than Miles Sanders on the Eagles. Uh, Travis, yeah, I wouldn't go quite that far, but... All right, Chris, I with an interesting... I think that's probably pick. a fair statement. I just, that doesn't necessarily mean Miles Sanders will be a very good fantasy option. I don't know if any. I, I think a lot of players in this range won't be very good fantasy options, unfortunately. All right, Chris, yeah, and, and what did you do with the with the next pick? That's kind of why I just took Travis Etienne there on my Ooh. team that has Clyde Edwards-Helaire, Robert Woods, and Travis Kelsey. Because um, at at this point in the in the draft at running back, you're looking at a lot of guys who are like Josh Jacobs, who has a relatively high floor, but it's hard to see huge ceiling. Mike Davis, who is projected for a lot of points, but doesn't necessarily have a floor at all. ETN is an incredibly talented player. And so it's just a bet on talent and skill set. Like he has a very fantasy conducive skill set if he hits. Okay, Heath, team three. Yeah, I already had two running backs in Alvin Kamara and David Montgomery. Keenan Allen was my only wide receiver. You mentioned it. Deontay Johnson was my top rated wide receiver. Um, there's four quarterbacks all basically in the same tier, five quarterbacks for me all in the same tier, and there's only four picks between this and my next pick. So I wasn't going to take a quarterback, so I took Deontay Johnson. Okay. Uh, I don't really like taking Deontay Johnson in round four. He doesn't feel like a round four pick, but I do think he was the best pick to take there. All right, Jamie, you're on the clock with the with team two, which has Dalvin Cook. And what, what do you got? Dalvin Cook, Nick Chubb, and Allen Robinson. Yes. Uh, by the way, did you mean to set this as a two-receiver league as opposed to a three-receiver league? I did not. <laughs> but I set this up right before the draft started. But I said several times, three-receiver league. I mean, right Just before the show second. started. Yeah, let's, let's treat it as a three-receiver league with a flex. With okay. a flex. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm going to take that down Can't expect the guy that doesn't read the rules to set the rules. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you took Josh Allen. So that comes, down, that comes back to the number one pick, which has McCaffrey... Waller and Metcalf. Easy pick for me here is Kyler Murray. This next pick is going to be tough. Three receiver league. Probably want to get that second receiver here. And that is, yeah, I think it's time to take Mike Evans. 49th overall. So that is now McCaffrey, uh, Kyler, McCaffrey, Metcalf, excuse me, Waller, Kyler Murray, and Evans. You should really like your team if you're drafting first. I, I mean, I love that team. Yeah, drafting yeah. first usually has the highest win percentage of any spot in the draft. So, yeah. Jamie, you are up again after you just took Josh Allen. Yeah, I'm going to uh, don't love going quarterback tight end back to back in the first five rounds, but uh, I like TJ Hawkins in here. I'm not going to get a chance to draft him um, in the spot. I think he's got breakout potential. I think he's going to have a big season. So uh, hopefully he's healthy dealing with a minor injury right now, but. Um, easy to you know pair a top three quarterback and a top five tight end together with uh, the combination of Cook, Chubb, and Allen Robinson. 
And and I saw today Hawkins is ex- expected back at practice next week. So it doesn't seem like there's a concern there. It it is like that's the thing that's so tough with these injuries is a lot of guys are missing very similar periods of time. And some of them we are really getting concerned about and dropping in rankings. And some of them we were just like, yeah. And it's basically depends on what the coaches said. And they're all liars. Right. Like that's like, I think like, I think Hawkinson and Swift on the same team. Yeah. Well, we don't know Hawkinson's injury. That's the one thing, you know, soft tissue injury for running back is obviously not good. You know, so I think you look at each, each injury, um, in the case of both of these guys, one's got competition to a certain extent. I don't think Jamal Williams is better than DeAndre Swift. Right. I mean, Hawkinson's competition is his receiving core, and it's miserable. <laughs> you know, so um, I, I think that context matters. But I dropped Hawkinson. I mean, we've had this conversation. I yeah. dropped him behind Andrews, you know, as a result of the injuries around him. So, um, you know, I don't know who exactly you're referring to, but uh, Swift hasn't really moved for me. All right, so listen, here's what I want to do. I want to kind of pause the draft. We're not going to do a full draft. Uh, I'm going to try to publish these so people can see it, but um, we'll do our best there. Uh, So I want to go through all the teams real quickly and and just two of the teams have made five picks. The rest have made four. Let's go through the teams and how they're... Why don't you finish the fifth round first so everybody has five picks? Fair enough. All right, let's finish the fifth round. And Heath, you're on the clock. you call me a bad host today, I'll call you a bad host. (laughs) Heath, you're on the clock. Yeah, that that, uh, whole four or five turn worked out really well because, and everybody has their favorite. I talked about that tier of quarterbacks. My favorite's Lamar Jackson. Jamie's favorite's Josh Allen. Your favorite is Kyler Murray. We all got our number two quarterback. Hey, all right. We're all super cool, super happy. Uh, all right, so that so what's your team? What's team three? Started with Kamara. Uh, Lamar Jackson, Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery, Keenan Allen, and Deontay Johnson. Lamar Jackson, Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery, Keenan. Okay, solid. Team four. Started with Kelsey, Clyde Edwards, Zelayer. What else you got? What else you got? Uh, yeah, I ended up taking uh, so Clyde Edwards, Travis Kelsey, Travis Etienne, Robert Woods, and Jamar Chase is my team so far. Jamar Chase was, you know, I'm I'm feeling a little nervous about you know the reports coming out of Bengals camp regarding him and the offense as a whole, but. I still think he's the upside play here, and there's there's another kind of mini teardrop. But if you him. had just taken ETN, do you once again go with an upside play? Be- I got I don't really like this team. Do you? Yeah, yeah, I love this team. <laughs> well, no, I mean, let's talk about. I made all. Adam, Adam, I think that one of the things is just that I, in fantasy football, you know, having you know been an analyst for both fantasy baseball and fantasy football, one thing I've started to realize is. Upside is a lot more important in fantasy football um, because the rosters are relatively smaller because waiver wires are, you can generally find more impact players on the waiver wire more consistently. Um, you know, chasing high upside players, like if Jamar Chase and Travis Etienne bust and I finish 12th, well, somebody's got to finish 12th. You know, like that, that's just kind of the way it yeah, works. No, I, I, okay. I'm, I'd rather chase first place than try to avoid last place. But the thing about chasing first place in, in football is your lineup is never going to look the same as it does when the time the end of the season comes. So, right, right. I think you want to have a solid core and then you end up filling around that. Taking too many high upside players, especially early, that's where I think your team becomes, you're settling almost for trying to finish last. But like two things. First off, the, You've got Travis Kelsey and Robert Woods, so it's not like it's all yeah. high upside guys. On the other side, the whole, 
like I there's so much best ball um discussion that has been pushed its way into regular redraft leagues. And the whole first or last, I think, is like 100 percent a best ball thing that makes perfect sense. You're playing to get into the playoffs. I mean, sure. What percentage of the times do we see the highest scoring team in the regular season wins in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. And, and look, like, I you're mean, playing I, to I'm, finish in the top half of the league and then try to have a good team. Then I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to crush your process. I just sometimes I draft a team and I just and doesn't turn out the way I like. That we just did a draft before the show, two QB league, that three times the one player that I specifically wanted went one pick before me to R.J. White, and it just kind of. I really didn't like my team all that much, you know, because it just the guys I wanted didn't fall to me. So I'm just saying mm-hmm. objectively, I don't really like this team. It's Clyde Edwards, Elair, and ETN, Robert Woods, Jamar Chase, and Travis Kelsey. I, you know, you you say you like it. I don't. Or just want to <laughs> just want to like, have the discussion. I, just, I, I have a slightly different process than than a lot of people, I think, and I'm okay with that. Okay, uh, let's go to Team Five then. Team Five has <clears throat> Derek Henry. In round one, it's getting hard to remember all this. Justin Jefferson in round two, Terry McLaurin, Miles Sanders. Everybody crushed me for that pick, so I'm going to try to do better here. Uh, do we still have a top five quarterback on the board? Yep. Yep. All right. So I feel a little bit better. Two with of them. Dak. Well, you're saying Wilson too? Yeah. I feel a little bit better with Dak over Pitts um, <clears throat> in terms of taking the, the high end tight end versus yeah i'm gonna take dak here all right so that's now dak prescott derrick henry miles sanders justin jefferson and terry mclaurin i feel very very safe and secure with this team we'll see how it plays out jamie you are now on the clock with the sixth the team that had the sixth overall pick yeah it's uh ezekiel elliott antonio gibson george kittle and chris godwin i don't love the receivers on the board here you took the last uh quarterback i would consider in this range so I'm going to take a player I have not drafted at all yet so far this season, which is Josh Jacobs. Yes. So I'll, take a, I'll take a flex here. I think round five is perfect for him. Yes, I, I agree 100%. I was getting ready to take Josh Jacobs, and I always take Josh Jacobs, so I was just glad that somebody else took him. But I think this is like this people, every time somebody drafts Josh Jacobs, everybody just doesn't like it. And Josh Jacobs in round five is a good pick. It's relative to cost. Yeah. Uh, well, it's making, I, I mean, it's pretty clear to me that I didn't need to take Miles Sanders in the previous round because you still had Josh Jacobs, Miles Gaskin, Mike Davis on the board. So I don't know that Sanders is that much better than them. <clears throat> but I, I think in a normal draft, I don't know that. You should have taken Deontay Johnson. Yeah, again, I, again, I, I don't know. If anything, I may have taken a quarterback there and I got Dak in the next round, but it's fine. Yeah, but imagine that team with Dak and Deontay. Chris, are you up now? No, Heath, you're up. You're up with the seventh pick. Yeah, and I very regret so much. Like I, I like my team, but I don't like my options from here. And I may do what we talked to you about doing and just lean into a string. I've got Aaron Jones, DeAndre Swift, AJ Brown, and Mark Andrews, and I don't feel like there are any round five wide receivers really left. Um, and I think Miles Gaskin and Mike Davis both need to be picked in this range, and. I can start them at flex, and running backs get hurt. That gives me a little bit of depth in an important position. So now I just have to decide which one of those two I want to draft, and that changes every time I look at my rankings. <laughs> um, I think this time I'm going to go. There's no conflict with buys. Even I'll go with. I'm going to go with Mike Davis this time. 
All right, now, do you, in retrospect, do you wish you had not taken Mark Andrews in round four because Kyle Pitts was available in round five? No. Oh, okay, interesting. So this team has one wide receiver. It's A.J. Brown, Mark Andrews, Aaron Jones, DeAndre Swift, and Mike Davis. Chris, you are on the clock with team eight. Yeah, that was... I. I, I I'm starting to think there's a, a a bigger gap between Davis and Gaskin. Um, Gaskin's probably a tier below, at least for me. Um, maybe I'm overreacting to what we've heard and what we saw in preseason week one, but he's more in the uh, Chase Edmonds tier for me. So I would have rather had Mike Davis there um, if he had fallen instead with the team that has Austin Eckler, DeAndre Hopkins, Amari Cooper, and DJ Moore. I took Kyle Pitts, and this is a team that you know I actually do think has quite a nice high floor um, with, you know, especially Hopkins, Eckler and Cooper. And so taking a chance on Kyle Pitts and the upside there, I think hopefully Adam approves of that combination. (laughs) All right. The next pick is team nine. This is my team. This is Mahomes, Devontae Adams and Calvin Ridley and Daryl Henderson. And there are a number of receivers that I'd be happy with here, including both of the Steelers guys who are still on the board T. Higgins, Brandon Ayuk, maybe even Kenny Galladay. Yeah, even Adam Thielen. I'll bank that one of them gets back to me. No tight end, no quarter. I obviously have Mahomes. No tight end. So that means I'm going running back here, and I'm definitely going to go away from your rankings, guys, so you can rip me for it. I'm going with Javante Williams. I'm just a believer in Javante Williams. So that is now Mahomes, Daryl Henderson, and Javante Williams. Yes, very risky. Javante Adams and Calvin Ridley. All right, Jamie, you're up with the 10th pick. Yeah, so this team has three running backs and uh, one receiver. So it's Saquon Barkley, Najee Harris, and J.K. Dobbins with C.D. Lamb. So I'm going to take another receiver here, and I'm going to go with Brandon Ayuk. Um, this is uh, you know, banking on two sophomore receivers that I think are going to take the next step. I think Ayuk is clearly the number one receiver, not the number one target uh, leader for the 49ers. But Brandon Ayuk, I think, is in a good spot, uh, hopefully the – Eventual quarterback change from Jimmy Garoppolo to Trey Lance doesn't hurt what Ayuk's ceiling could be, but he was so impressive last season when everybody was hurt. I think he'll still be good enough to be a number two receiver. You took him over Claypool. You took him over Juju and Thielen and Higgins. Is there a particular reason why? Uh, I think just the Steelers could be a little messy. I mean, you know, you kind of alluded to, I think, with the Deontay Johnson uh, hate. Uh, earlier when you said you don't know if he's the number one receiver, but Hate. Um, I like Juju. I like Claypool. They're all ranked in the same range for me, but I think, you know, I, you can, uh, can take a step forward ahead of those guys. Okay. Heath, you're on the clock with the 11th pick. Yeah, I've got uh, Jonathan Taylor and Chris Carson at running back. I've got Tyree kill and Cooper cup at wide receiver. Um, yeah, still kind of in that same spot where I don't really want to take a wide receiver, especially since the team that's picking before my next pick already has three out of their four players or wide receivers. Um, I th- I think I'm going to just go ahead and take, like he might come back to me, but I'm going to go ahead and take Russell Wilson here. Wilson, Carson, Taylor, Tyreek Hill, and Cooper Cup. Very solid. Nice, nice, safe, solid team there. All right, Chris, you're up with pick 12. I hate it. I hate that you took Russell Wilson there. Um, I, I really don't like this point in the draft. Um, you know, kind of, I'm looking at my rankings across the board, and there's nobody that I really feel 
comfortable taking right now. I love this point in the draft. I got to say, I I love this point. Like, we got some really good wide receivers left. I think there's just like a ton of seventh round (laughs) picks right now. There's like 40 seventh round picks left on my on my list. We got Miles Gaskin, Chase Edmonds, Michael Carter, Raheem Mostert, Kareem Hunt. You got this. You got. Yeah, that's pretty gross. That's a pretty gross list of running. I don't know. I mean, you know, look, we are 60 picks in. You got Juju and Claypool. You got Thielen and Higgins. You should take Higgins. Uh, Go ahead, man. So this team is mixing with three wide receivers, Julio, Diggs and Lockett. Yeah, and I think I'm going to take a wide receiver who I have not taken at any point in any draft so far this season. That is Adam Thielen. So he is my flex. And I, I'm going to go against my better wishes. And oh, you want to stop there? You want to stop there? And, just, and we'll, we'll recap the first five picks, first sure. five rounds. Okay, here we go. Let's recap the first five rounds. Pick one. Was McCaffrey? I like that he suspended a draft with no clock. <laughs> I don't want anyone to pick. Uh, all right, team you know one is, tracks, right. has Kyler Murray, Christian McCaffrey, DK Metcalf, Mike Evans, and Darren Waller. Yay or nay? Good, bad, very good team. That's an A minus. A minus. Okay, so that's you know, if you want to take a obviously one running back. Okay, it is Christian McCaffrey, but. Now, still have to wait 12 more picks for the next pick, but it's a little bit risky because your running back depth might suffer, but this is a good team. All right, team two is Jamie's team. That is Dalvin Cook. Okay, Josh Allen, Dalvin Cook, and Nick Chubb, Allen Robinson, and TJ Hawkinson. Any issues here? Like it? Good? Yeah. I mean, they're, there's, they're, they're similar. Clearly, it's two running backs versus two receivers for your team, but there's similar builds, quarterback, tight end. Yeah, I feel like the, the fates of these two teams, I mean, they're both good, but may be determined by the next 10 picks. Is there a wide receiver run? That would that would not work out well for Jamie, who's the number two and number three wide receiver. Is there a, a mini running back run? Adam's second running back might be kind of My terrible. second running back is probably going to be that. I mean, I'm hoping I can get Raheem Mostert. Yeah, yeah I... Um... I would prefer Adam's build, but I, yeah, I think they're pretty close. All right, let's go to team three. This was Heath. This was Lamar Jackson, Alvin Kamara, and David Montgomery, Keenan Allen, and Deontay Johnson. This is so boring. It's, it's good. Uh, boring team I've ever it's heard good. Of. It's boring, but it's good. It would not be a great start in a non-PPR league, but in PPR, <laughs> I think it's really good. Yeah, that's good. All right, team four. It's it's so it's so much easier to look at these teams when you know you have that security of one of those top tier running backs. You know, so it's just a matter of like what you put around that's it. True. And you know, typically what we're seeing. I mean, he was able to start with Kamara, Allen, and and Montgomery. You know, I mean, Montgomery's the one that may sway some people just in terms of should he go in the early part of the third round. But you know, if you have a a strong feeling out on him like Heath does, and then you pair him with the quarterback, and then you put that with you know what is. Uh, a potential top fifteen wide receiver in Deontay Johnson. It's just like it's it, it it it's like home runs across the board. All right, team four. I love this is my favorite team so far. Uh, this is <laughs> sorry, Kelsey, uh, Clyde, yeah. Edward Zelaer, uh, Travis Etienne, Jamar Chase, uh, Robert Woods, and Jamar Chase. Oh, we already talked about this one, but it's you know it's a high upside team. Okay, that brings us to the fifth pick, which was Derrick Henry. Remember, this is full PPR, start three wide receivers. Derrick Henry, um, Dak Prescott, Derrick Henry, Miles Sanders, 
Justin Jefferson and Terry McLaurin. It's good. If Sanders is anything close to, you know, being top 15, you want to say top 20, this team's fantastic. Yeah, you just need him to be a reliable RB2 that right that you don't have to take out of your lineup cuz well, Jefferson McLaurin is as good as any start to any receiving right. core that we have. Yeah. And and Henry, you know, obviously he's not the best PPR running back, but he's still top 5 and you took him at number 5. Mm-hmm. All right, Jamie, you're up. This would be the 6th pick, which you started with Zeke. What else you got? Uh Antonio Gibson, Chris Godwin, George Kittle and Josh Jacobs. So I already have my two running backs in a flex. Uh, Kittle was, you know, I, I think a very good pick in round three. And, you know, you can obviously debate, you know, Godwin with the other other receivers there. But if my running backs hit, then this is going to be an easy, you know, playoff caliber team. Sorry, it's an F. You drafted Josh Jacobs. <laughs> well, I do see a ton of risk on this team, though. And I won't even talk about Kittle because I just have a personal thing with Kittle. But let's just say Kittle's... Well, well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna criticize. The Kittle pick was a great pick. It was 30th overall, but I see a lot of risk on this team personally. Well, you're not a Kittle guy, and you're not a Gibson guy. No, but even I if I were a Kittle guy, on, on Godwin too. God, like Godwin and Jacobs have question marks, right? I think they, they have, have question marks about how how high they can rank, but it, I, I don't it, think there's a lot of ways it goes wrong for them. It, it you know, Godwin is is not probably the same. He's, he's obviously not the same as the expectations were last year. He was drafted as a top, you know, seven, eight receiver, whatever it was, you know, he could have been top five for some people. Um, so, you know, does he still have that type of upside? Like what we saw in 2019 potentially, but you know, it's such a crowded receiving core. Um, look, even Ezekiel Elliott has question marks. You know, people are, are, are saying there's no way they're drafting him in the top six or seven picks. You know, I, I think us uh, as a group, we, we encourage that, you know, so we're a little against the grain with that one. And then, you know, Gibson and Jacobs are, are kind of in the same situation. So there, there's a volatility to this team, but I, I think there's a ton of upside. Also. Any regrets or would you keep it? Would you? Do it? Okay. I would keep it. You know, I mean, I, I, I would have preferred a, a better second receiver as opposed to taking Jacobs as the flex. But in the fifth round, it was hard to pass him up given the guys on the board. All right, Heath, seventh pick. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'll, I can read it. Uh, Aaron Jones and DeAndre Swift and Mike Davis at flex. A.J. Brown is your only receiver. Mark Andrews is your tight end. This is a pretty interesting team. Aaron Jones, DeAndre Swift, Mike Davis, A.J. Brown, a wide receiver, Mark Andrews, a tight end. you like it? Oh, if I find a couple of wide receivers that I feel okay about as as potential top 20 guys, then I, I absolutely love it. That's risky to only have one receiver after five rounds in a three-receiver PPR league. Two receiver, uh, two receiver. Three well, receiver. I mean, the, the rules currently say two receivers. And I'm a pretty big stickler for reading the rules. But, like, and this is about how much you like players. But I think, for, like, for me personally, I think Mark Andrews is not too far from Kittle Waller. I think DeAndre Swift is a, has top 12 upside. So, like, I can understand that people that don't like DeAndre Swift and Mark Andrews wouldn't like this team very much. Yeah, okay. I think any team that has three running backs in the first five picks is going to be inherently risky. It's just the nature of, of that kind of build. Um so there's a ton of upside in, in all of those guys. All right, here's team nine. This is he. Uh, this is Chris's team. This does have three wide receivers. Austin Eckler, DeAndre Hopkins, Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, and Kyle Pitts. What do we think about this? Eckler with Hopkins, Cooper, and Moore, and Kyle Pitts. I like this Great. team. I like it. Yeah, this is a good one. Good job, Chris. Finally. All right. Finally, Chris gets a, a praise. Let's see what no, you do. I'm very Next. happy with this team. Um, you know, Pitts is kind of the only one who I feel like is is potentially a reach, but obviously that's that's all about 
you know, aiming for, for the ceiling. Let's see if you guys like this one. I know we like the way it started. Did I, did I flub it with my next two picks? This is team uh, nine. <clears throat> Mahomes, Daryl Henderson, and Javante Williams. Devontae Adams and Calvin Ridley. So it started with Adams, Ridley, and Mahomes. Then Daryl Henderson in round four, Javante Williams in round five. I'm happy. With, I'm I, fine I think, with it. I think that kind of start... Uh, Personally, I think it should have steered into the wide receivers. I think that's a that's a zero RB start. Um, I don't understand. And I think this, you kind of like, reached for running backs. No, I see. I don't think I reached for Daryl Henderson. Yeah, I think Henderson in round four is fine. It, it, there, there's nothing wrong with him in that spot, given the guys who are, who are still left. Like you, you said this, Adam, and, and you know I think you're right. So I'll, I'll retract what I said at the time. But you know DJ Moore versus Daryl Henderson at their respective positions. Uh, Godwin, um, Deontay Johnson. You know, Henderson has just as much upside yeah. at his position than, than those guys. Do. It's justifiable, right? Yeah, it's okay. justifiable. Uh, yeah. But then, what did who was available when you took Javante Williams? That was round five at receiver. So you could have taken Ayuk, you could have taken Thielen, you could have taken one of the Steelers guys. That's probably the spot I think where you could have gone back to what you started. Yeah, with. but I can still do that. All right, and that's kind of the point. Maybe. I, well, look, yeah. Juju, Claypool, and Higgins are all on the board. My pick is four picks away, so unless they all get taken, I'm going to get one of Juju, Claypool, or Higgins. Or I could take Chase Edmonds, who I also like, and get a third running back. But see, you could have taken Chase Edmonds here if Javante had gone and gotten the receiver that you wanted. <clears throat> well, put it this way. Between Javante Williams, Chase Edmonds, and one of those... I wanted four of those. I only had two picks, basically. So I had... I don't know. Uh, here... Yeah, when we on. say lean into it, and this is the part I, where you dis- disagree with me all the time, but I still will maintain that it's true. I think if you had Mahomes, Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley, Chase Claypool, and Mark Andrews, you could find running backs on the waiver wire. Yeah, and maybe. With that team. That's an underrated thing, an under-discussed thing, I think, about the zero RB or hero RB or whatever RB light strategy you want to call it is there is value in having clarity going into the season that you know you have to you know, chase for the running backs. Obviously, everybody's looking for upside at, at running back on the waiver wire, but there's a, there's a value in having clarity about what your weakness is and what you have to go hard after rather than just, well, I guess I'll throw a dart at this guy or I'll throw a dart at this guy. You, you know you're taking as many bites at the apple at running back as possible. But he's not done. That's the thing, though. It's like we're right. we're, we're we're finishing his team in in the fifth round. He could still get a Jamal Williams, a Gus Edwards, an AJ Dillon, a Tony Pollard, you know, and and you never know how those will work out for him. Um, I, I would have taken Henderson. I think Henderson's uh, a, a solid pick there, but I would have gone back to it, you know, instead of taking Jamonte Williams. All right. Uh, so the next team was Team Ten, and this is Jamie's team, and this was the fun team. Saquon, one of the fun teams, Saquon Barkley and Najee Harris to start. J.K. Dobbins, well, no, C.D. Lamb in round three, J.K. Dobbins, Brandon Ayuk. So you've got three running backs and two receivers, Barkley, Harris, Dobbins, Lamb, and Ayuk. Yeah, and, and just, again, you know, you're talking about your team. I pick in, in front of you, so I am going to take one of those receivers, whether it's Juju or Claypool or Higgins, um, you know, just knowing that well, it, it worked out for me where I got three running backs that I really like, certainly Harrison and Barkley, uh, two receivers that I'm very fond of uh, with the way that this roster came together, and then I'm going to get a very capable third one, so... I, I, I'm thrilled with how this team, you know, was uh, was built. I think this is the maybe the most, um, like I mean, upside or boom bust, like what you're going to call yeah. it. This is the most w- wild swing team that could just be so much better than everybody else, or a couple things could quite obviously go wrong. 
Right. Let's go to the next team. A lot of it is injury related. Right. Team 11 was Heath, and you have Russell Wilson, Jonathan Taylor, and Chris Carson, Tyreek Hill, and Cooper Cup. Yeah, but the thing is, it's very chalky. I'm happy. Very very happy with it. Right. This is the second time. (laughs) This is the second time that we've looked at a Heath team that through five rounds has had a quarterback, two running backs, and two wide receivers, and we like them. It's not a bad way to start. I also have a theory, like, and this is borne out on Twitter, that when you share a team after like four or five rounds, everybody loves it, and you share the same team after you pick your later round players, and everybody just picks it apart how all the <laughs> yeah. bad players that you have. Well, right, yeah, I mean, you got to really screw up the first five rounds for people not to like it. <laughs> I mean, Chris tried with that other team, but he's sorry, team four. <laughs> Let's look at the last team, team 12 here. This is Chris's team, Joe Mixon and Stefan Diggs, Tyler Lockett, Julio Jones, Adam Thielen. So this is four wide receivers and Joe Mixon. Three wide receivers and a flex are full. Uh, Diggs, Julio, Lockett, and Thielen, and Joe Mixon. And again, for those of you who aren't as high on Joe Mixon, this could be Jonathan Taylor. Uh, this could be sometimes, yeah. it's probably not going to be Barkley anymore. This could have been Taylor. This could have been Gibson, if Najee Harris, if you like them. But Chris, this is, a, this is an exciting team here. And... You're gonna take? Are you gonna take a quarterback? I know you wanted Russell Wilson. So, yeah. do you take a quarterback here? Uh, we'll start no. round six in a second. Now you keep going. No, it would be it, it would be a reach, I think, to to take a quarterback here, um, especially because my next highest ranked quarterback I know is someone who tends to fall a little bit among this group. So I think I could wait a, uh, at least two more rounds. Um, so here it's. I'm thinking Miles Gaskin, but I, I feel so gross about him that I'm I'm not sure I want to go that way. Well, you think about it so. while I go to commercial break. All right, we got to take a quick break here on Fantasy Football today. When we come back, I will hit the resume button and Chris will draft. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, we're back. Chris, you are on the clock with four wide receivers and Joe Mixon. And I'm going to go with T. Higgins. So my fifth wide receiver. I'm steering into it. 
there were several Adam teams, I feel like, what we looked at that said he really needs there not to be a wide receiver run, and there is about to be a wide receiver sure. run. And there should be. I mean, they're, they're, this is, a, I think, a very good range of wide receiver for, you know, for your sixth pick. We're in round six here. So Higgins went, and Heath, with Team 11, you just took Juju. Yeah, so that gives me Tyreek, Cooper Cup, and Juju Smith-Schuster as my wide receivers. I, I love that receiving core to go with Taylor and Carson at running back and Wilson at quarterback. Oh, my God. I love it. What a team. Mwah. Right? What a, what a crop. What a team. This will be our last round that we do on the air. All right, Jamie, what would you do with Team 10? I told you I didn't take a receiver, so Claypool was the last one left of the trio that I was looking at, and so uh, easy to pair him with. Uh, uh, it's just it's the it's the sophomore wide receiver, C.D. Lamb, Brandon Ayuk, and Chase Claypool, so very happy with that. And they are with Saquon Barkley, Najee Harris, and J.K. Dobbins. So interesting yep. team. You're not going to have a top six tight end. You'll be fine at quarterback, obviously. Well, I'm not going to draft a top six tight end. I may <laughs> have a top six tight end. True. And then, uh, yeah, I sold you all the players I wanted, and you guys took T. Higgins, Chase Claypool. So and you could have had, and, and, you know, again, this is where it comes down to knowing who you're drafting with, Adam, because do you really think that any of us were taking Javante Williams in the I don't round? know. I don't know. You tell well, me. You should know. Probably not. However, for the purposes of the podcast, I do think there's a very good chance that in your leagues out there, people, that Javante Williams is going to be a top 60 pick. He very well might. But again, it comes down to, you know, kind of getting a gauge of of your league. Now, you're never going to know. You're obviously never going to know what somebody's going to do. But you do know what we're going to (laughs) do. So I don't think any of us are taking Javante Williams. And nobody's taking Javante Williams? I would not Uh, think Javante Williams in the fifth or sixth round. In those spots. No. Okay. So we go to uh, team nine. This is Mahomes, Adams, Devontae Adams and Calvin Ridley, Daryl Henderson and Javante Williams. Best players available to me are Chase Edmonds, Miles Gaskin, <clears throat> and probably Kenny Galladay. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Chase Edmonds. Go best player available and... This is the second time now that I've taken Chase Edmonds over Miles Gaskin. One in a real draft, one in a mock draft. Am I going too far yeah. here? I mean, I'm going to take Miles Gaskin here on a team that has Eckler. Um, sorry, I lost it. That's okay. Well, let, let's, let's. Yeah, do- Eckler, Hopkins, Cooper, Moore, and Pitts. And the way I, I had talked myself into it is just eight days ago, I had Miles Gaskin inside the top. 35 probably. So he's lost almost 30 spots in value based on playing three fewer snaps than Malcolm Brown. That might be an overreaction. It might not be, but at some point the slide has to stop. Sure. Well, Adam, you know, just to answer your question. So which offense do you like better? The Cardinals or the Dolphins? The Cardinals. And one guy is looking like he's going to have a little bit more of a solidified role right now, right? Yeah, but that's well. James Conner hasn't played. He's been right right now. I'm just yeah. saying right now. If you were right. to ask, who, who who do you feel more comfortable with their playing time? Edmonds. I think Edmonds. I hope not, but I think so. <laughs> well, who would point. you take, Edmonds or Gaskin? I mean, I still have Gaskin ranked like one or two spots ahead of him right now. But you know, if we get to the end of this weekend and it's still Malcolm Brown trying to you know plow his way into the end zone and Savon Ahmed playing more because he looked really good and Gaskin just kind of being you know, a fill-in option, then absolutely I'm going to take Gaskin or um, Edmonds over Gaskin. Okay, so our next pick... It's, a, it's an improved offensive line for the Cardinals, and James Conner has a hard time staying healthy. 
Our next pick is Heath's, and this is the team seven, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah, and this is where my wide receiver rankings really diverge from the group. And so I'm just going to go ahead and take my favorite wide receiver because I he wouldn't make it back to me because I have another pick in this round. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Anderson. That was actually Jamie's highest-ranked receiver, too. So now this is Aaron Jones, DeAndre Swift, and Mike Davis. A.J. Brown and Robbie Anderson and Mark Andrews. That's another another good team. All right, Jamie is on the clock. Yeah, team six here. Yeah, so I need a receiver after only drafting Chris Godwin through the first five rounds to go with Kittle and my three running backs of Zeke, Gibson, and Jacobs. And this is where when you go this route of you know leaning into your running backs, your receiving core starts to look a little yuck. So... Uh, I like Tyler Boyd a lot. I think he's still going to have a ton of catches. He's much better in PPR than non-PPR. He may lead the Bengals receivers in catches. It would not surprise me given his role and everything you're hearing about him uh, at a training camp. So I like him. I prefer him as a number three receiver than a number two. But if you take a tight end and three running backs with uh, four of your first five picks, you're going to be chasing receiver a little bit. But Boyd is is certainly fine for this team. So, you know, everybody <laughs> likes to say you like upside. We like upside. We like upside. When do we take Michael Thomas? In this range. Oh, sorry, Chris. <laughs> All right, Team 5 is on the clock. This is my team, and this was a Derrick Henry team. <clears throat> and let me just get the full roster here. Dak Prescott, Derrick Henry, Miles Sanders, Justin Jefferson, and Terry McLaurin. Still no tight end. That will not be happening here. Still no third wide receiver, and still no flex. Best running backs available. Not feeling it. Kareem Hunt, Michael Carter. Yeah, I'm going to go wide receiver here. <clears throat> and we've got got some good ones. Judy, Galladay, Sutton, Cooks, Beckham, uh, Michael Thomas. I am going to take Kenny Galladay to go with McLaurin and Jefferson, Derrick Henry, Miles Sanders, and Dak Prescott. All right, Chris, you are up with your Kelsey team. Go on, sir. And I'm 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 feeling like I might get berated again because mm. I think I'm going to take another uh, another risky upside pick, and it's just which Broncos receiver should it be? Um, I will go with Judy here, Jared Judy, with this team that has um Clyde now Clyde Edwards-Helaire, Travis Etienne, Robert Woods, Jerry Judy, Jamar Chase, and Travis Kelsey. Okay, Heath, you are on the clock with your Camara team, Team Three. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't really like. Like, I think the right answer is probably like my favorite player by a pretty good margin is Kareem Hunt. Um, taking a third running back at this point, when I have Camara and Montgomery, and I haven't got my third starting wide receiver yet, seems a bit foolish, especially since I know there's a a team between me and my next pick that needs a couple wide receivers. So I think I'm going to bank on Chris being wrong and I'll take the other Broncos wide receiver. <laughs> okay. This is team two now on the clock, Jamie Eisenberg. So that didn't work out well. So again, you know, you play, you play the, the, the risky game when you take a quarterback, a tight end and, and two running backs with your, you know, for your first five picks. So I'm just going to, you know, hopefully lean into what my strength is, which is my running back, uh, Chubb and Cook. 
I'm not going to take Kareem Hunt because I don't want to have both Browns running backs here. So I'll take Michael Carter. Still hope he's the best Jets running back and, and is a capable flex. And uh, he's in this range to go. And we'll see what Adam does now to uh, get his second running back there and see what I end up with um, in the next round. Yeah, I think I think you took the wrong Michael. Like it's time for it's Michael Thomas time. As we go to the 72nd overall pick, Team One. What's that? This would be the earliest I think that we've seen him go in any of our drafts since the injury. He's uh, ahead of schedule. No, it's, it's, I took him 75 in Tuesday's draft. <clears throat> so this team has Kyler Murray, only one running back, Christian McCaffrey, Darren Waller, DK Metcalf, and Mike Evans. Uh, <clears throat> two picks coming up here. I'm going running back and receiver. And gosh, these running backs. Oh, no, yeah, I like Mostert enough. So, yeah, Mostert and Michael Thomas for me. I just think if you have, like, McCaffrey, Waller, Metcalf, Kyler Murray, you've got studs at those positions. If Michael Thomas comes back, because he could come back in week five, you know, this is just too... If he's Michael Thomas for more than half the season, you just have an opportunity to to just crush it. I mean, it's too enticing for me there. All right, guys, thank you. Good stuff. Let me ask you this. As we look at the remaining player pools... I like how you allowed yourself to make an extra pick. Yeah, well, you have to. It's a swing. Uh, it, Kareem Hunt, James Robinson, Trey Sermon, Damian Harris, James Conner, Melvin Gordon, the Bucks guys, the Bills guys. First of all, Kareem Hunt lasting into the 70s is interesting. But, you know, how do we feel about these running backs in general? Are, are they flex options? Are they, you know, are we cool with them as our number three guys? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, as number three, I, I think they're fine. Yeah, I, I don't know about as like a flex necessarily, but you know, Hunt, I think he probably needs a chub injury to get to be a starter. But if that happens, he's a, a probably a top ten running back at least. Wide receivers are Beckham, Antonio Brown, Devontae Smith, who Jamie's going to pick and win the league. Jaguars guys, Jalen Waddle, Will Fuller. Etc. Curtis Samuel. Uh, <clears throat> how do we feel about these wide receivers? Like, what's stronger right now? Beckham. Who is who is the running backs? Running backs. Heath, what do you think? Beckham, Antonio Brown, Devontae Smith, Jaguars guys, or uh, Kareem Hunt, James Robinson, Trey Sermon, Damian Harris, etc. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the running back is more likely to have a league winning running back than a league winning wide receiver from this group. I think. And, of course, there are only six quarterbacks off the board, only six tight ends off the board, so plenty of good quarterbacks around as well. Um, I got bad news for Andrew. Well, what happened? Is he going to be okay? Oh, Carl Lawson? Yeah. For some reason, my son is deciding he's a Jets fan. I, I, <laughs> no matter what I say, no matter what I do, who do you like, Giants I, or Jets? Jets. Stop. Stop. Reading, Just, reading the Jets beats, talking about the, the Packers-Jets uh practices joint practices has just been like the jets don't really belong on the field it's been very it's been very depressing i would just think that like having been alive through multiple seasons watching you watch giants games i don't think that would make anyone want to be a giants fan now he's (laughs) not like he picked a better alternative (laughs) well he doesn't know which the devil doesn't know when you know your team is bad you don't get that upset you know Uh, you just kind of accept you no, I don't. I, I, this was the first year I was upset about a Knicks game in a long time. Put it that way. 
<clears throat> I will be upset about the Giants because I do expect them to win the division. And with that, we will end. But what are you going to do after week sure. one of the college football season? Oh, week one doesn't even count. When your team is playing Alabama in week one, week one is week two. That is preseason week one. Nobody expect they're going to lose by 40, and I don't it's care. Disappointing that we're not going to get the U.S. back after week one for the 12th straight season. Why, did, why didn't I just end the show five minutes ago? Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> hey, the Yankees are doing well. The Yankees are doing well. For Jamie Heath and Chris, I am Adam. Hope this was helpful. It uh, should be helpful in least in terms of giving you some ideas on how to start your team and build the core of your fantasy team. We'll talk to you tomorrow with a mailbag on Fantasy Football Today.